0: This is the Amateur Fanboy Podcast, with your hosts, Chase Aguirre and Mike Today Today's the beginning of free agency, and we're excited to announce that a lot of things happen. Yeah, a lot of things happen. Uh, Earl Thomas signing with the Ravens on a big, massive contract, uh, almost 14 mil a year, and um, I think they have some young guys in their linebacking core because they let go of their basically all three starters. But they have um, Bowser. They have a bunch of players that have potential, but we don't necessarily know um, how they'll be. But their secondary is deep. They have uh, Tony Jefferson. They have uh, Jimmy Smith. They have your boy, David Carr. or Dar- Brandon Carr. Brandon Carr. I don't think they have
1: Jimmy Smith anymore.
0: No, Jimmy Sith's still there. I didn't see him on. Yeah, uh, someone he's still went up there. On the thing. I didn't see it. Yeah, he's still I- there. They yeah. haven't cut him or anything. Um, he's still there. So they have a really decent secondary, especially with Earl Thomas there. Um, that division in general has a lot of good receivers, so it it makes sense. Um, do I think Chase? What what do you think about um, Earl Thomas going to the Ravens?
1: Uh, it's a good move for them. It's a really good move for them. Um, I mean, their deep, their secondary is pretty set as it is, so that only adds to it. If their, you know, defensive ends like Bowser and all those other guys, you know, come through and start, you know, playing whatever that defense could be top five. They were pretty damn good last year and they can just be that much better this year. So I mean, it's a really good move for them. I mean, I respect the move. I can't hate on a move that I wanted the same my team to make the same move, so I can't, you know, start bashing it now. I and mean, it's a damn good move for them and the Cowboys are gonna regret probably not giving them something close to that contract when the, when he probably beats them in a key regular season game next year.
0: And uh, I, I kind of, I, I, like I said from the beginning, I thought he would get his money um, if it was the Cowboys, if it was the Niners, if it was, you know, any team. I thought he'd go out there and he'd sign with the team that provided him the most money. I didn't think that Earl Thomas cared specifically where he went as long as Dallas met. If Dallas met them where, you know, the, the maximum amount contract that was available, he would have went there. But after that, I, I think he was just going to take the biggest money. Um, that was available for him, and, um, you know, ended up working out for him, he signed with the Ravens, huge deal, he got his contract um, that he's, you know, was wanting, um, and it is with that, Um, another big uh, free agent signing is Le'Veon Bell signing with the Jets, I mean, you know, I don't want to hate on the guy, because he actually, you know, he's a rich guy regardless, but, you know... Mm. He, the first two years basically are guaranteed, and after that, it's pretty much, you know. But I mean, all, he can no, he, he never you know. Steelers offered him seventy million dollars with about approximately the same guarantees. You know, last year if he would have just played on his fourteen million, um, it would be half, well, almost a little bit more than a little less than half of what he's actually get for the guarantees. But you know what? It worked out for him because he's getting his contract, and I can't hate on that. Um, he got his money. Um, he's in you know, a big market, uh, so I'll let Chase go on that.
1: I mean, I've seen it all day already that, oh, he should have signed last year, and he should have signed, the Steelers were offering him this. At the end of the day, the point for him wasn't to get, I mean, it was to get his money. I can't say it's not to get his money, but it was to get his money. But after the Steelers went year after year of franchise tagging him, he he, he, would, he was done. He was done with his loyalty to them. Like, he didn't want any part of that organization after last year. So, I mean, could he have played on the franchise tag? Yes, and that might have been better as far as making a little bit more money. But what if he had hurt himself or gotten hurt, and then this whole contract we're talking about right now would be moot. So the whole bigger point was getting his money from someone other than the Steelers that it would actually pay him and want to pay him the first time, as opposed to all the other times the Steelers didn't. So it was bigger than just giving up, you know, Mm -hmm. a few million to sign a contract. It was to, you know, make a point that he didn't want to be a Steeler anymore and that he wanted to be with a team that wanted him for that money in the first place,
0: above all else. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how the breakdown went um, with the contract that the Steelers offered him. All I know was seventy million, approximately thirty something mil guaranteed. But end of the day, he. Felt out of love with the Steelers organization um, I don't think he felt the respect that he wanted um, so you know he, he may have not gotten what he thought he was gonna get he thought he would be getting at least 60 million of guaranteed money um, which didn't happen being you know, on the end of the day regardless of what happened he has a guaranteed contract he's a rich man um, and as long as he's happy with it that's all it that matters um, now, for the Jets' perspective, I think they got a deal. I thought they paid him what he's worth. I think exactly what he got was approximately, what, $12 million a season? Yep. Um, that is exactly what Bell's worth. And we had spoke on previous podcasts that I thought if he signed for $18 million a season, that is my bust of he wouldn't be worth that. And at 12, I think he's worth it. Um, that's, you know, a huge, huge, you know cheap op like it's a huge you know it's it's market value for what he's worth um now he is not he didn't rework the market for the running backs like he thought he would i think gordon is still leading um for the yearly amount i think he's approximately 14 so
1: that's actually what i was gonna ask i was like who, who no needs it's, to still, top him out? it's
0: still gordon arthritis gordon um it's a
1: gordon or Gurley?
0: Oh, sorry, Gurley. Gir- Gordon hasn't been resigned. My okay. bad. I, um, I, I think I. Hold on. I
1: was like, I didn't think. I mean, I knew Melvin Gordon probably maybe got a contract, but I didn't. Um, I thought it was Gurley. So, you're bo-
0: you know, yesterday you made a point that you thought Le'Veon Bell might go to the Bears, but you thought maybe the Bears. So, right now, um, the Bears are hosting Haha, ha, mm-hmm. which is probably not going to be a big deal, mm-hmm. um, but they're out there getting, you know, he. He isn't a top safety, but he's, you know, still young, mm-hmm. good, decent safety. Um, going to the Bears would be interesting. Okay.
1: But were you going somewhere with that?
0: I was just stating that you thought, you know, it won't, it's not the same thing. He's only going to get probably a one year no, deal. I know, no, and I understand
1: you know. that, but I still think if the Bears, if they wanted to make a move on, they could have, especially at that amount, they would have had it would have been right in their wheelhouse. But, um, but obviously it would make no sense for them to give a running back that much money when they really don't need to. They have Tariq Cohen still. They have um, Jordan Howard until they trade him. So. And Mike Davis. Who they and just Mike assigned. Davis who they just signed. Which I would take Le'Veon Bell for Mike Davis. But it's a completely different contract. But it's a completely different contract, yeah. But I would have paid the extra six mil because they, they could have if they wanted to. But the point is, they still have Jordan Howard in there, and they don't know if they can get rid of Jordan Howard. And if you don't get rid of Jordan Howard, you still have him. Cohen and Davis is a nice compliment to that, as opposed to having Le'Veon Bell. Hey, so. man,
0: maybe, maybe you know the Eagles go out and they give him a, you know, a late round pick. I don't think he's worth more than a fifth. So who knows? He's gonna get traded.
1: I, I know he's gonna get traded. I'm, I, I mean, the Eagles will probably make a, a couple more moves, but I can't see him doing too crazy much. I mean. That, that They already do have like two or three running backs in that. Who? Don't they still have uh, Smallwood and... Um, yeah,
0: but they're not... I mean, Small... Can I, they can have f- Mike, uh, Mike Adams, too.
1: Mike Adams and the other guy.
0: But they, they're in a the market what's for his, a... What's his fucking name? the uh, is a free agent. No,
1: not J. There's another guy. Corey Clement. There you go. Corey Clement. So they have yeah. three running backs. So I'm not, I'm not saying they can't trade it for them, but they would need to do something with that before they could. Yeah. They that. could it's an option. probably
0: cut small wood. That would be probably my, I mean, I, I haven't heard any talk about it. So I, I, no, I'm not, yeah. I, I don't think it's. they were actually option. in the Coleman, um, uh, trying to get Coleman, with the Niners actually, which we're moving on. Um, before we move on to Coleman, um, I just want to say this is pretty much Sam Darnold's security blanket with bell. Um, you know, you, you got to get him some weapons, and he's the best weapon. Probably you could have got him in the you know in free agency. There wasn't any good receivers, or any elite or good receivers, on average.
1: Tyrell Williams would have been a good get for the Jets.
0: He's kind of the same as Robbie Anderson, though.
1: Well, he's better than Robbie
0: Anderson. Yeah, but you get Robbie Anderson on a cheap deal. I mean, Tyrell got, which we'll, we can actually move on first, to Tyrell Williams signed with the Raiders. I mean, he signed for 11 mil a year, for you know, for four years. Um I think it makes it fun. I think um, the Raiders fans, you know, you may not win, but at least you'll have a fun time watching them. They're going to have a great, well, I wouldn't say great. They're going to have a good offense. Um, I would say Derek Carr is probably a sleeper in fantasy as a, you know, top 10, top five quarterback. Um, I will say they definitely need to, you know, possibly look at, look at a running back in the draft. Um, I, that's actually, I thought they would actually go out and try to get Coleman after they made these big moves. But, um, but, you know, if Josh Jacobs falls to them in the second, why not take him? Um, They're also Montgomery. Montgomery. Um, it would also, you know, if they go out and they maybe get a running back that we won't play this season, but um, your boy from Stanford, Bryce Love. Um, mm-hmm. You know, IR him, IR him, and, and then try playing him next season. Um, so there's a lot of options, and the Raiders just basically need a tight end a running back, and basically a whole defense. So uh, that's what I would assume all, they're going to spend all their, you know, the four picks in the top 35 that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, uh, on time, ty- you mean, know. I mean,
1: I, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't sleep on the Raiders, at least not on their offense. I'm a, I may not win them a bunch of games, but that offense is going to be, I would say anywhere from top five, top ten. I. I people really are forgetting how good Derek Carr was. Until he had that crazy injury and just started getting confident again, on which he showed last at the end of last year that he was a little bit back. So if, if another full off season. I'm not saying he's gonna be the old Derek Carr, but if he's half of that, that Raiders team can can be a serious serious yeah serious offense.
0: The big thing with Derek Carr is getting him protective. He gets very happy feet when he hits pressure on his face. Um, you get him protected. You got Trent Brown, who's a great you know pass uh, blocker. Um, you know you my only concern is their offensive line coach Tom Cable any anything he touches always burns to hell uh, but if you can get Derek Carr you know you know pr- protected he has this is the best you know weapons that he's had around him ever that's my point so mm-hmm. um you know Derek Carr could potentially look like an MVP candidate yeah. I'm not gonna go so far as stating that he will I'm just saying he he could potentially be. Um, and I'm I'm a Niners fan, and I'm I try to be as unbiased towards the Raiders as I possibly can. You're not but doing I, a good job of it right now, man. Uh, I've always tried to. Um, I I don't see why to hate a team, and we we're not going to be rivals anymore. They're leaving to the Ve- to Vegas, so <laughs> I, I
1: understand that. But
0: um, but with moving on, um, with with Coleman, Tevin Coleman signs a two year deal worth ten million dollars, five years, uh, five million each year for two years. I think it's a at first, it was kind of a shock, um, but you know Kyle Shanahan coming from the Falcons, um, he knows Tevin Coleman. Um, we're gonna run a three-headed monster with uh, McKinnon, who can actually line up in the slot, um, as well as having Coleman and Breida in the backfield, and then we have the best fullback in the league and Juice back there as well. So, um, you know we're gonna find some mismatches. That's the great thing about Kyle Shanahan. He always looks for the mismatch in the defense. Um, each week he'd be different. So I'm excited to see how this plays out. Um, I do know McKinnon does have no more guarantees on his contract. So if they cut him, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I would assume with his pass-catching abilities that he stays. Um, and basically, you're going to want to put Coleman or Breida and, and McKinnon on the field at the same time on third down. Um, Jimmy G doesn't really necessarily need to go through and you know look through and have you know an insane third down throw to Trent Taylor. Down the middle, so now you have options where you can, you know, throw it to your back, throw it to to your your fullback. Your, you know, if McKinnon's at at, at slot, so it's gonna be fun. I'm excited uh, for for how this plays out. Now we going going into the draft, we necessarily do need to get another receiver outside of Pettis. Uh, we still have Pettis, Trent Taylor, we have um, uh, Kendrick Bourne. So I mean, and then we have Marquise Goodwin as well. Um, you get one big um, target that matches up with with Kittle at tight end, who's you know top five tight end. I'm excited to see how this offense plays out with a full, you know, healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, what's your thought on Tevin Coleman?
1: Well, that's a good signing. It'll, it'll be good for them. Um, um, you talked more about it than I can.
0: Yeah, he's um. He, like I said, it was a surprise. I wasn't expecting us. To, and there was a rumor yesterday that we were also in trying to get Bell, um, which I'm actually happier that we get Coleman uh, just because of the amount of backs that we're paying at this point. Um, I wouldn't want to add a, a, another you know, four years, with $12 million worth of, of salaries on top of what we already have. Um, but you know, knowing Kyle Shanahan, he's going to use these guys – um, and Jimmy Garoppolo is going to probably be an underdog coming into this season. I mean, the hype last season was unreal, but now coming out of an ACL tear, um, now fully knowing this offense. Um, if you speak to what Matt Ryan had spoken with with when he Kyle Shanahan was there, it takes a full two years worth of being in this offense to really understand and actually get it. It's so complex. So, um, like I said, this is a make-or-break season. You got to, I mean, we've, this two bad seasons in a row, you got to start winning. Um, not saying that we're going to make the playoffs, but you got to get close to at least eight and eight. Um, we have the offensive talent. We have now players on defense. Um, we still have the number two pick, which could potentially be, you know, Nick Bosa or Josh Allen or a trade back to get Farrell, Burns, Sway. Um, so you you, it's, I will say, it, it is exciting going in. So I can't hate it. Um, the only thing I don't like is necessarily Jimmy Ward because I know he's an injury prone. You know he can play safety, he can play nickel. So you know if he can, we basically need to draft a safety still. Um, you know he's going to get injured at some point, but when he's not injured, he's decent, he's playable. Um, so hopefully Adderall who who's a potential you know end of the first late uh, big early second safety, is uh you know. A person that we look at um so if you want to move on we can talk about um is there any other players that sign mark ingram signing with the ravens mm-hmm. um i think you needed to get a running back you have a you know running back who you know doesn't necessarily have the miles cause he's always been in a you know two person backfield or three you know three backs um he is 28 um but you know he doesn't have the miles he was suspended for you know chunk of last season he's a he. if he's healthy he's good um it's gonna be fun with lamar jackson Mm -hmm. Um, now do i think they have you know outside of mark Ingram, lamar jackson do they have any other weapons um they drafted mark andrews last year from oklahoma and uh you know that's that's basically it besides that i mean they don't have any receivers they gotta get some deep down the line fast receivers basically for get athletic that's basically what i would suggest Chase, what do you want to say about um, Mark, Mark Ingram?
1: Uh, I mean, it's a good signing for them. They needed a running back. I mean, they have Gus Johnson, but uh, but yeah, they did need another running back in there. Uh, they obviously got rid of Alex Collins. He's not coming back. So yeah,
0: they really got rid of him.
1: Yeah, for real. He's done. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a good signing for them. Obviously, coupled with their all-time signing, mean, they probably had the best day-to-day of, all, of everyone in free agency. So uh, yeah, a team that... Uh, didn't even really need any defenders. Got one of the best safeties in the league, so that secondary's already loaded. So I mean, they the rich get richer, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah. End of the day, though, they're gonna f- die or live based off the quarterback.
1: I mean, it, that. I mean, I'm not arguing that at all. But I mean, that defense isn't gonna be the reason they lose a game.
0: Now, um, going into yesterday's, and if you listen to the pod, we had spoken about breaking news of Odell Beckham being traded to. Um, the the Browns um they're gonna be the winners of that division I mean it's and unfortunately the the buzz is out there it's a lot of pressure is gonna be on Freddie Kitchens it's it's playoff or bust I mean I don't want to say Super Bowl or bust because they haven't even made the playoffs and how long so Mm -hmm. it I I like Odell um but this is gonna be on Freddie Kitchens to put it all together he's the offensive based offensive coordinator as the head coach I know they, they have their Amunkins, uh, who was the Tampa Bay offense corner last year, and he did some unreal things with some shitty quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be fun, man. Another fun offense. They, they could potentially be a top five. Like, they legitly have, you know, potential to have, have a top five. Of top. You know, I don't know if they'll be out the Chiefs, um, but they're going to be
1: fun. The Raiders and the Browns could both have a top five, top ten offense in 2019 after what they did last year. That's crazy. It's pretty crazy to think uh, how one year can can change the fortunes of a franchise. Well, and, well uh,
0: that, that helps when you trade for one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, both of them doing that. Yeah, no, I mean,
1: but you—if it falls into your lap, falls into your lap, you take what you can get. I mean,
0: I will say I'm happy right as place, as a, right time. Yet that they haven't traded Duke Johnson. I think they should just keep him. I mean, Kareem Hunt's probably gonna get suspended ten games.
1: I, I, I don't think he plays at all this year. You
0: there you go. He might not even play. I, I don't I don't see how I don't see how he
1: should play I'm I'm not gonna go back into the oh yeah, Kareem Hunt could be a possibility maybe next season after I said he should never play another down in the league after what happened with the video. I mean if Ray Rice I mean, I get the talent's not the same, but if Ray Rice basically never got another deal in the NFL, why should Kareem Hunt? Oh, because he's younger? Like that's that's hypocrisy. That's ridiculous. So I mean, if the, if Ray Rice and hell Ezekiel Elliott didn't have any evidence against him, got four games. I mean, this is four times that, which is 16. So he should at least get send it sent a full year. There should be no reason you should see a, a game until next year, the season after this at the earliest. And I would really argue that I mean, he may never play it down for the Browns because I don't I don't. It's on a one year deal anyway, so. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, the NFL has obviously surprised me before with stupid moves, so we'll see how they yeah. how they allow Kareem Hunt to whittle his way out of this one. But
0: yeah, anyway. and then we had uh, spoken about Teddy Bridgewater was going to resign with the Saints, and it looks like now he's not. And the big rumor <laughs> is the big rumor is that um, Sean Payton is probably going to leave the you know the Saints for Dallas next season. Um, so Teddy Bridgewater is probably jumping out from from that aspect. Um, he probably wants to go to a team where he's more guaranteed to start, especially if he can start now. He's visiting the Dolphins today. Um, if he signs there, he's probably going to get, you know, he was getting seven year seven a year with the Saints. He probably gets double that with, with the Dolphins starting. Um, now, do, do I see that working out? I don't know. I would hope so. I like Teddy, Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater. I had him as my number one quarterback, you know, in that draft years back. So, you know, I want to see a healthy Teddy coming out. Um, he's from Miami, so th- there's a connection there. Um, it's gonna be tough, you know, if the Saints lose out because Sean Payton's, you know, rumored to leave after the season for Dallas. Who knows what's gonna happen?
1: I mean, I mean, if I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen anything since the Pro Football Talk article that broke a while ago, and I thought that was kind of died down. But I mean, if that is a reality or a potential you know thing that could happen i mean it would make a lot more sense as to why the cowboys maybe didn't go after earl thomas it may make sense as to why they are kind of just trying to re-sign their own maybe pick a couple value guys off the whatever draft and then you know let sean payton you know maybe see if he can build the rest of the roster in his you know in his vision maybe that makes sense maybe that's why they're doing it maybe that's the low-key the long-term plan and for a fan of the cowboys like myself I got to start, you know, grasping at certain positives because there's really not much to be positive about right now. Well, it
0: doesn't really make sense to why the Cowboys, I mean, it's not like the Cowboys have been aggressive the past season, past few seasons. They haven't. They basically just drafted. But Jason Garrett is in this, you know, weird year. Usually, you know, you never see a head coach, you know, playing on a one-year deal, basically. Um, Usually they always get extra years why would a why would another you know assistant coaches come because they know you're probably gonna get fired why do why would players play hard if they know their head coach is gonna get fired yeah so it's tough man it it, i I, it makes sense why they're waiting a year but i I thought dallas made a huge mistake keeping jason garrett i feel like you if you don't see you know after the season and you know keeping him just cut it now I mean, I mean there isn't great options last this past off season for coaches but you know, it's tough to you know
1: And that's why and that's why I think they waited is because they'd rather have a Sean Payton and get someone in their long term than try to get someone else other than Garrett just to can that guy too. And is so Jay, that makes more are they needing to Garrett also
0: die. trade assets to get Sean Payton? Is because 'cause I'm his I contract's no, not over. I have no
1: idea. I don't know if the Saints would work a trade. I don't know if the Saints would you know would release him out of his deal or buy him out or whatever. I mean I had no mm-hmm. idea how that would go. But yeah. uh, I mean, for the Saints this year, I mean in, I'll put it this way. If they don't win the Super Bowl, Peyton's probably out of there. I mean, even if they win a Super Bowl, he's probably out of there. I don't know about that. But I mean... Drew Brees probably
0: has another year or two, so... I think Drew Brees... I mean, his arm turned to a noodle the end of the season. Which is what I'm saying. Like, so, I, I would think this is his last season. I mean, and that's
1: what I'm saying. So, that's why I'm saying Peyton's probably out of there, you know, regardless. Drew,
0: Drew's gone, Peyton's gone, and I, I think it's going to be a trade. They'd have to, you know, offer some sort of asset, some sort of pick. Maybe a second-round pick next season. No,
1: I I mean, I'm sure, you know, the Saints would want to trade, but, I mean, the Cowboys wouldn't necessarily have to if the Saints were to buy him out.
0: I don't think they'd buy him out. Why would you think they wouldn't buy why him would out? they? Him out,
1: they he's you don't think if the Saint, the saints have enough respect with no. Sean Payton to if he said comes up to them and says, Hey, I would, I no, don't we'll want to be out, I, they we'll can, work out
0: a trade for you, we'll they, trade but you. they don't have to though. But they won't, why
1: well, w- would Sean Payton make the Cowboys, his new team, pay a premium that he could I mean, use. Bill Belichick
0: just, did that. I'm not
1: saying my, my point here isn't that it won't happen, that a trade won't happen, but I'm saying it's not the only possible way he could come in. You have to be open to that, but buyout it would still be an option.
0: I don't see it. It would be. I don't see the Saints just like buying him out just to just to release him so he can sign with the Cowboys. If they if he's going to the Cowboys, it's going to be because they trade him for an asset.
1: And it's possible. It's, it's we possible. have yet.
0: We've never seen it with any head coach. You know, just being bought out so he can go to another team. You see I, with just, Edwards. You see with Bill Belichick, John Gruden. Okay. There's a lot of head coaches that. They're you know they're trade they're traded. Now they love Sean Payton, so who knows? Like you said, but I just don't see it. Um, it'd be interesting. It'd be a lot of drama and fun.
1: But but see what I'm saying to what your point is when you say if just cut bait now, well then why would they not just trade for Sean Payton now? Why would why wait a year? What's the difference between this year and next year? Well, first the point is they don't want to trade for I mean for him. they might that's have that's what I'm trying to tell you. They might have
0: contacted the Saints and the and Drew B- and and Sean Payton would have said um, you know, he doesn't want to this year because this is probably Drew Brees' last year, and he, he they were almost they are almost in the Super Bowl. He probably thinks maybe we can make it to the Super Bowl this year. You know, one last chance. That's what I would suspect. Um, but moving on. Um, if you want to go into your talk about Cowboys real quick,
1: yeah. Um, look, the Cowboys need to figure it out. They need to figure out what they're doing. Are you? Trying to compete this year and continue the window that you got going. Are you trying to sign minimal players, do whatever at best, and then see if later on, um, you know, you can get a different head coach and just basically not, you know, give Jason Garrett everything he needs? Like I have no idea what they're doing because they still haven't signed Demarcus Lawrence long term so you want to you say you want to keep your guys in-house but yet you still haven't signed to Marcus Lawrence you've let all the good free agent safety so far go off the board I mean like I don't I don't know what they're doing I, I just don't know anymore I'm I thought the last year they were taking a turn for the better with signing their own and everything and I thought it was getting better but um, it's it I, I don't know I'll give them the benefit of the doubt until it gets to March, but if by the end of March they haven't done something, I mean, I don't don't know how much more I can trust the Jones family to keep this organization running smoothly and running the way it should be run. And this team should be competing for Super Bowls in the last three years, and they have been mediocre at best because they wanted to hold on to Jason Garrett and extend him, and now they want him to basically be a lame-duck coach this year. So, I mean, unless Garrett... Lights a fire, unless they light a fire under Garrett's ass or whatever the hell, or the players, or whoever the hell they're trying to light a fire under. Like, how is anything other than Jason Garrett wearing a Super Bowl win for this year? I mean, it makes no sense. This team's aspiration should be the Super Bowl, and you're basically, I mean, if Jason Garrett wins the Super Bowl, then what do you do? You can't fire him then, so it just makes no sense that he's still the head coach. But that's it.
0: We'll see how what happens with, with the Cowboys. Um, they still have you know it's the first day of free agency, so they might be able to sign, you know, they might sign someone here um for their safety positions and different things that we speak we spoke about. Um, now moving on to any potential trades, man. I mean, Jadavian Clowney, I don't think the Texans are gonna pay him what he wants. I think the Texans are might look into trading him. Um, D Law is also if if the Cowboys can't get something going, I don't you know. They gotta trade him before the draft. They gotta get some sort of asset. If you know the Jets, if the Jets give up their fourth pick in the draft for him, straight up, would you take that? The fourth pick of the draft. What for D. Law? What? The if fourth you... pick overall in the draft. Yes. For D. Law, yeah, yeah, I would probably take that. I mean, then you can move and get Quinion Wills. You know, and Williams. That you can, you know, get a good asset. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get DK Metcalf. Who knows. Um, the same thing with with Jadavian Clowney. I mean, the biggest need that the Jets have is you know an edge rusher, and you can you would have to pay someone now, yes, but you would get a good elite player potentially at with your fourth pick instead of maybe drafting a Josh Allen, who you know he's he's a coverage line, you know coverage DN in the next level potentially. Um, so it, it's gonna be fun. Um, is there anything else you want to end with or are we good? No, we're good on that. But with that, um, we'll move on. Um, is there any any other things you want to speak about before we end this pod? Um I mean I think I basically talked about everything I wanted to talk about. I mean, what else you got, Mike? And that's it, man. Um I'm actually starting to be extremely happy with my team's off season. Um they came out, they had money, they had needs that they needed to get covered and um, the most part, besides the safety position, I'm, I'm ecstatic with how we are. Um, so I think people need to stop overreacting um, with, with things until they get the full scope of contracts and um, the whole plan. So now we'll see how this draft comes out. Um, it's going to be a great off season. We basically have a couple more days and it's going to start slowing down. Uh, you'll probably see some crazy trades come out soon. A lot of more trades will happen. So we'll end with that. Have a great Wednesday, and we'll be back to you soon. Have a good one. Later, guys.